Hello and welcome to the Weaver Community Podcast. My name is Waimi. I am a development expert with special focus on gender, financial inclusion, and enterprise development, and the founder of Wevo, a community-based platform that supports single female breadwinners. Welcome to season two of our podcast. I have missed sharing amazing stories of hope and courage and just being behind the mic. But I'm excited because season two is packed with a fantastic lineup of guests. Plus, we moved around generations a bit, so believe me, it is exciting. This episode, we have the beautiful and delectable Jamila Lawal. Jamila is a nutritionist and the TV host of the most popular Maggie Diaries. It was an absolute pleasure chatting with her. Her drive and determination are extremely contagious. I'm certain that this conversation will spur hope in you. Hello, Jamila. Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure to have you with me today. Well done and kudos to you, what you're doing. You know, Thank you. Sometimes I just find the right person to talk to. So it's yeah. just, oh, you just want to talk to that one person that yeah. will listen to you, yeah. that, that is open yeah. and that will listen and not judge you. Yeah. You're doing, it's just doing that because sometimes for that one person at that time when you were in that city and not just be judged at all. So yeah, yeah well done. Thank and you. you know, may God bless what you're doing. Amen. No, yeah, I've, I've been divorced for six years now, almost. Like, I was like, the other day, I was like, it's almost seven years old. Wow, what's so happening? Like, I, I actually minutes, just you know, celebrated I, my seventh year of separation on the 9th of July. So, <laughs> I can't believe this guy. You know, yeah. it just goes away when you're busy and you're productive. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't think any young woman goes into a marriage thinking that they're going to come out divorced. You know, I mean, it's not anybody's wish. We all go in with this beautiful dream of how we want us to have our families, start our yeah. families. And, you know, like for me, it was okay. Uh, I knew what I was coming in with. I knew what I wanted my family to be like. I knew what I wanted my kids to be like. I knew the kind of home I wanted to build. As much as I had my dreams you know like my own personal dreams i just felt like you know i'll achieve them as as i mean as we go along and just building this beautiful home or marriage so nobody ever goes in and thinks that yes it's gonna be the bad one like, it doesn't work you know um so yeah so i got married and almost um three years down the line you know i realized that we we're on different paths you know it was like it was moving north and i was moving south <laughs> and i didn't know like all through the one year two years you know that I was in the marriage that anything bad was happening or mm. you know but i was just trying to understand who i was married to because we didn't date for long you get so i didn't you know we didn't date for long so it was like i was just trying to understand you know like who he was and then of course after a year i had a baby you know and then you know as a woman like a mother you are a new mom you are just all focused and just it yeah. just it just you just lose yourself in yeah. just being mothering the child just building your home and you know after a couple of months you start beginning to you begin to think of what about you you know your personal growth because i've always had my dreams you know to be what i wanted to be and all that so you're asking where am i now where am i going to start off from you know um but then i realized like down the line i didn't realize in the marriage that he wasn't a very supportive family you know so i it was like i'm trying to do this and i'm not getting the full support but it was shady it wasn't direct Direct. so you know it's it's worse to be in the situation you don't know like clearly okay you know this is it okay he says oh i'm not doing you know you're not going Mm -hmm. to do this anymore like okay Mm -hmm. this is what i have to pass away you know like three years down the line i found out that he was having an affair 
and it was co- a complete shock to me like oh wow i can't believe this was happening like you know how can this be happening to me why me why i didn't me? think that anything yeah yeah why me how can you even be having an affair like you know it's not i mean like i'm doing everything i'm supposed to do you know as a wife what the society expects of you mm. what you didn't expect of you you're committed to marriage you know and everything so why should he be doing that so i found out that he was having an affair that was three years into the marriage i know i think two years plus like two and a half years yes like that so i found out okay, so this is why i couldn't really understand or place a finger i couldn't understand him there's lots of things that were shrouded i couldn't get to understand and as soon as i found out because being i mean like i always have to just you know remember who you are you know so i never forgot that like women get married and just get to lose everything they forget yeah. themselves you know but yeah. i never forgot who i was where i was coming from and what i wanted to be and you know so for me it's completely not justified it, it, i mean it's unjustifiable for me to, I, i cannot live with a cheating partner and that's why i always say like it's good for you to know some people is fine but for yeah. me it is not it's not fine for my psyche it's not even fine for me in any way. i knew that i wouldn't be able to do this so i found that he was having having an affair like from the start of the marriage and up to that point and when i realized that it was true i had to confront him with it you understand like is this actually happening i had all, i took my time to find out all that was happening and all that had been happening i investigated yeah. and i had my facts and i presented my facts i was like okay so this is it so what are we doing like mm-hmm. why are we here mm-hmm. and he didn't just fireable reason and he didn't seem to want to stop doing what he was doing and i was like you know what i have a plan for my future and this is not how i want it to be and um if it's if they, if if we if this doesn't change then i'm going to work i'm going to work out yeah. i can't thrive in this in this space i can't you know I, i i just cannot thrive in a place like this i need to love me i need to i need to know that i'm someone that is supportive i need to know that it's a committed relationship yeah for me to make this sacrifice to have have a family with you yeah and so uh, i started planning so like i always tell people i tell women like you can't just you can't just up just one day and just leave you have to plan you have to have a plan you know And I had my plan. I always say I had I had my exit strategy. <laughs> so, I started planning what to do. You know, I had a son and he was just was bad. he wasn't even, he wasn't two years when we left here. He was one plus, you know. And I spoke I had spoken to my family, my mom and my siblings. I have all sisters and this is what's happening. And I don't know if it's going to work. If if it's, my mom was like, "No, just wait." You know how they always give society yeah. always saying, "Wait, have another child." You mm-hmm. know, and I was like no I can't I, I don't think I can wait to do that it means if I stay I'm losing me I'm going to lose me I'm accepting that it's okay for me to be treated this way and I cannot yeah. be treated this way I deserve much much better than I deserve much more better than I know the life that I want and the life I want to give my child I can't even raise my child you know in the home where he feels it's okay for his mom to be treated this yeah. way you know so this way very key for me and I was like no we can't do this you know and and i started planning i was like okay where am i going to be when i move because when when abuja so it means i had to move i need i needed support i needed my family i needed family support at that time so i needed family support because of my son and i was going to go back to school because i had just applied for my master's degree and i was going to be going back to school so i needed my family support i need to have to be where i can have support yeah, especially because yeah. i have a young yeah 
So I started planning that and I was doing fashion design at that time. And so I had a trip to make that year and I was like, I have to be in Abuja. If I leave Abuja that quickly, who am I going to sell my products to? You know, who I go to buy this clothes? I have my customer base there and they have the cash to spend and pay immediately. If I come to Kaduna, we had to sell off these things because we're a bit high end. So I used to go to India then to produce my clothes and all, and all my fashion label. So I was like, okay, I had a plan. You know, I saved, I traveled, you know. I've seen all this very quietly without knowing that this is this was my plan and nothing was going to change that. So I planned for like six months. I traveled, I did, created my designs, I made my samples here, went with them, had my, you know, looked for a school in Kaduna for my son where he's going to be temporarily until I'm settled and fit yeah. enough to move into another school. So I did, so I went, came back, started selling my products, you know, I mentioned that okay, I, I was almost done with everything. And that was when I finally left. I left, um, wow, where was that? <laughs> I left, I think, on the first of Jan- 2nd January, yeah, 2nd January 2014. Yeah, so I had planned, it wasn't like, it was not so much, so much money, but I knew I needed something to hold on to, hold on. you know. I can't go back yet because I'm moving completely from here. I'm moving completely and it's like starting all over again. But I'd rather start all over again than hang on to something that I, didn't, I wasn't sure of. I didn't know what the future was, but I was ready to look at that point, anything. I don't, I can't stay here. I'm ready to, look, I'm ready to scrub floors in anybody's house, but I cannot be treated this way. Mm-hmm. You know, that was how it So I left, I came back, I did all my, I had already gotten from the school, my son will start, you know, kindergarten and then so like that. And then we I moved back to Kaduna. Um so initially I was I was gonna stay with my mom, but I was like, you know, mommy's trouble is going to be too much. So, so you know how mothers can be. Yeah. You know, and then one day you just wake up and every day you guys will be fighting. Mm-hmm. And then so I decided that you know what I'm, I'm gonna stay with my uh, who was alone in her house at that time? She had a baby. Her husband was hardly ever. He was a pilot, so he always flew in yeah. and out. So, so and it was such a big space, and she was just happy to have me, just just be with me, and then mm. we would talk because like a sister and all that, and able to support me. And her um, her kid was also going to the same school as you know the kindergarten as my as my son. Yeah. So you see, it means that if when I'm in, when I go to Zaria for my Yes, for, for school, I was doing my MSc at that time. I knew that somebody could take my son to school and bring him back, yeah. you know. So that was yes, I needed that support, you know, because like if the support is not there, like it's really it's much it's 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 not easy. But then I needed to hold on to that support. Yeah. So I always tell women like if you're in a situation like this, and of course you have to go back to your family. There's so much that would happen, you know. But you have to, you you need them because there's no way you're going to be that there won't be friction. Sometimes it's just. They're getting on each other's nerves, mm-hmm. but you also have to be patient. You know, when they did this, or they, if I didn't have a sister, I would have stayed with my mom. I'm just, I'm, I was yeah. just saying because I had an option, yeah. and I would have had to deal with all the crap anyway. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's just a thing. So mm-hmm. yes, support is very important. If I have a friend that needed to take you in at that time, just manage. You know, as long as your child is not being abused in any way, you know, it's a temporary situation. So. One family support is so important, and that's why we always encourage if your daughter or your sister or someone you're relating is going through this, give them space. It's just mm-hmm. a temporary mm-hmm. situation. But also encourage them to be able to do something for themselves. So, yeah. yes, I had my plan. 
I, I had my I always I had my exit plan. I didn't just up and just be. You know, I had I had to plan. I had to save so that I can manage myself and my son. You know, and then I had to plan for school for him ahead of time. You know, so all that six months I was looking. I went to I went when I came to when I checked schools where he could be that was yeah. affordable. That I could put. So maybe it wasn't exactly the standard that I wanted, but it was yeah. life from somewhere. Exactly. So, yeah. So that was it. Um, I grew right a lot, you know, when, when I was going through all of that, the emotional roller coaster, asking myself why me, you know, I was always writing, I always write just how I feel every day, I always put that down. And writing really help, helps you to clarify your thoughts, yeah, like it, it helps you to cleanse your head. Wow, I'm reacting in a particular way, why am I reacting this way? Oh, well, yeah. because somebody said this to me, you know, yeah. all that. Yeah. So you're able to shift, you know, way things and separate facts from, mm-hmm. you know, because your head is going through all sorts of things at that time. Um, so you can, Camilla, let me ask. So I don't miss that. But in case you have any question, yeah, I was, I was just going to ask. Yeah. Quickly, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, did, did, was your faith in God shaken at any time in, in all of this? Because I've no. met people who, <laughs> that was, yeah, I've met yeah, people yes. who tell you they can't even pray, like they cannot even open their mind, up their mouths to pray. Like why, why me? You know. So did, did okay, you so my case, the reverse was the case. It was totally the, the difference. My wow. faith, my gosh, up till this moment is like at every point in time, wow. and I always attribute like whatever it is I'm feeling I'm in right now it was just the faith it was unshaken because mm-hmm. I was like God loves me and he wants the best for me so if he says it's okay for me to go to I mean if he says it's okay for me to pass through this that's fine but there's definitely something positive in front that is awaiting wow. this is just a test like, test and you just have to like there are times I have cried I remember after my MSc I wrote my last paper and it was like, I was doing my everything, my everything in that, you know, like, it was coming back, everything. And I just dropped my phone that day. I came back to the room where I was staying, and I just broke down. I just started crying. And I was like, what? You know, it's like, okay, this is done, you know? Yeah. And I was just crying. I was like, yeah. God said, be patient. And if we're patient, something good is going to come home. back in return. Yeah. You, with this. Yeah. you know, it was never shaking. For me, it was never, never, it was like, oh my gosh, like my relationship with God even was built. I mean, I've had a foundation, but every time he presented himself, like he was present. He's like, I'm getting to this step and God just shows me like, look, I am there. So it has been like, it's unshaken. I don't know what to say, but it has he's been there. He's been present. It, you have to just believe that he's yeah. there. You can't be in a situation and you think, you put yourself through it like he's aware he knows mm. what he you need him your faith should be stronger you know you just have to believe because he can't he doesn't want bad for us you know yeah he doesn't want that's it's part of the reasons why i've been able to forgive him because i just feel like god says it was okay happened to me who am i to say why mm-hmm. you know and yeah. he showed himself constantly present at every step of the way there are things that have happened that i just know it's just god you know the people that he's put in my way, like I just know that. Oh, okay. I look back and I'm like, oh, wow, okay, what happened at that time? Mm, that is a big one. Yeah. So it helps you, you know. There's, there's, there's strength in knowing that. There's power in knowing that you have power. You mm. have to be aware. You understand? There's actually power in knowing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you have the power of God with you. Yeah. Because if you are faltering and you don't think that you can, it's you know it's then it's it's to be shaking as well. So that was how it was. 
Um, so whatever question, please. I mean, thank you for coming here. So no, at all. Yeah. That decision I prayed about, and then I was like, God, this is what I want to do, and I'm going to. I have to because I can't. If I'm going to be in a marriage and I, I can't end lessons, and I'll only be looking at the man and hating him and wishing him evil, then what's the point? Mm. You know, it didn't bring me this far to end with the messed up person that cannot support me, that cannot yeah. be there, that is not who you know. Yes, I then, thought he yeah. was because he was a completely. I don't want to yeah. dwell on the, all the negativity yeah. and everything because, like, yeah. oh, that's how. Well, I have to, have to mention that it was the number one thing was cheating. So that if there's anyone in your group that's mm-hmm. actually going through that, mm-hmm. and people are judging them for wanting to up to to walk out mm-hmm. of a cheating yeah. marriage, that yeah. it's fine that you can do it. I did it, and I yeah. have no regrets. Like, I am so grateful to God. I have no regrets. I, yeah. I stood by what I believed in, yeah. and I believe that staying in the marriage where I was being cheated on. I was only humiliating myself oh. and letting the person, making the man feel like it's okay for him to treat me in that way and mm. I deserve better than that. Mm. You can't treat me in that. You deserve the complete total respect. Yeah. You understand? If I'm not doing that, then you, should, you don't have the right to do that to me. Yeah. You know? I yeah. you know what I was bringing to the table. Like, mm. so no, I can't accept that. So I'll, I'll just mention it because there might be somebody in that situation yeah. that yeah. is being judged yeah. or is thinking, do I move forward or do I not? You yeah. know? Yeah. And Every day you stay in that kind of situation, you are lowering yourself as yeah. yourself. I, I was just going to say your self-worth. You're losing your self-worth day by day. Yeah. You might think that it's fine that you are strong. Oh, I mean, you are losing your self-worth every day. The longer you stay, the more because he, he did things and you were like it's okay, I forgive. And mm. you still, so she still stayed. You still do it again, you know. But the so, yeah, um, so I don't want to dwell on it. Yeah, this yeah. Uh, whole you know single moms stereotyping stigmatization have you have you experienced any of of that kind of thing has, has anybody tried to make you feel bad for you know leaving your marriage being deciding to you know just raising a child by yourself have you faced any of those kind of experiences those stereotypes i can't i don't see myself in them yeah okay what does that even mean mm. I, I just know that i'm a mom that's all i know all. like i'm a mom Okay, yeah, yeah, I was married, but I don't see myself. And so I think also how you see yourself because some people find, oh God, now they call me a single mom. Hey, I'm a divorce. Mm. I never saw it. There's nothing wrong in, nothing wrong yeah. in being yeah. in a situation where, you didn't, where it wasn't working for you and you, you left. I mean, like, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. So I have never seen myself. I don't see myself as, oh, she's divorced. No, I don't. I just, I'm a mom, you know. Yeah. Where you, oh, yes, I was married, but like, uh, that's just it so there's no difference <laughs> yeah yeah so um stereotypes maybe being single mom i have never experienced it probably because i never saw myself yeah in that way it's what you see sometimes how you speak people people perceive what you see yourself to be Indeed. sometimes i agree if i'm working in the program for being a single mom people are going to pick up on that energy yeah you know yeah. Oh, I want to pick up on that energy like something is so I don't see myself some people oh, oh you're a mom oh I never knew mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. You, you've been married oh you don't seem like someone that was exactly I get like that a lot too. <laughs> yeah. you, yeah. don't, you don't look like one you know so yeah I, I just uh, maybe because I just never saw myself in that way so I hardly had anybody um, address me or treat me in a way mm-hmm. or like really judge me maybe they, they can only judge me in their minds but i, I don't see it yeah so yeah so um yeah getting on with you know life and picking up the pieces together 
um, it was it wasn't it wasn't easy. There are, there are days where you're down and you know and looking at the reasons why I left and just knowing that things are gonna get better. I just always believed that things were going to get better and I just wanted the best for myself and my son. And I was like, God has given me this opportunity to live my life again. And I cannot disappoint myself or disappoint God. Yeah. Because it was like an opportunity to just start, start over, over again. Yeah. Over again and just be be me. Just live truly, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and fulfill my purpose. Mm-hmm. And so I had to started I mean I have to find my purpose, you know. I told you like I write a lot. I just write down my feelings, my yeah. thoughts, you know, and all of that. And that has really helped me along the way. Even before I, before I left, I still I still have the orange diary. Oh. <laughs> why I was, you know, why I felt the way I did, why I was living, my plans, my one year plan, and two years, the short term like that. Mm-hmm. Things that I wanted for my son, the life I wanted to have the activities I wanted to be involved in, the things I wanted to do for myself, the countries I wanted us to travel to, like all of those things, yeah. I wrote them down. Like when I go back now and I look, wow, look at this like yeah. seven years ago. Yeah. And I just see that so many things have been ticked off the box. So many. Just like it's just, so many, so many, so many, so many things, almost everything. <laughs> does your son, does you your know? son ask, like ask about, because I, I had a time when, when, um, my my daughter, you know, was constantly asking, "Oh, where's my dad? I want to see my dad." That kind of thing. Have you, did you do you have those issues, and how did you handle it? Oh, yes, I experienced that. Yeah, it was true. It was true by the time we were divorced and everything. Um, so initially, it was it was okay, not okay, because he had his mommy. After some time, he, he started asking, "What's up, my dad?" I'm like, "Your dad is fine. When is he going to see him?" I'm like, "He's going to come soon." So I didn't know because he kept up when he when he started asking, "Where, where is when is he going to come?" And I kept saying he's going to come soon. So I think he's started getting worried. Is everything okay with him? You know? And I'm like, don't worry, he's fine. Sometimes I'll be like, he's not feeling very well. But when he gets better, he's going to come. So he got to a point to be like, Mommy, do I have a daddy? I'm like, yes, you have a daddy. Mommy, do I have a father? <laughs> I'm like, yes, you have a father. You know? So it was very hard. Um, I just tried to distract him. So he just he doesn't he, he doesn't ask me. I just will play, we'll kind of push it aside. I'm like, don't worry, that is going to come soon. It's okay at any point in time for you to have this relationship with your child because yeah. it's important. It was it's not about me, you know, um, but it's about the child. And forever we have a child between us. And you are not my enemy. I have I don't even, you know, I everything has happened is you know, like it's in the past. We just have to all move on. But be present in this child's has to be brought to the world yeah. you know so and so i always wanted him to know that the door is always open and he's your son and he'll always be your son you know yeah. but be there for him he didn't ask to come to this world we brought him in we are adults and we'll have our own issues but this child should not be should not be involved in yeah yeah not be made to suffer you know for what you are actually responsible for and that was it anyway so it was hard it took a long time before he came around to coming to see the child and for me i just tried to build a very um loving relationship with my child i'm going to be open to speak about anything at all like anything we're really into feelings you know like we're really really into feelings expressing how we want to cry we cry you know like and then it's okay to cry talk about whatever it is I want to talk about but I always let him know that the most important thing in the child's life is to be loved you exactly. know and where you be loved that's the most important thing exactly. you know so as he 
older I meet him, I, I tell him as much as what he can understand, what he's capable of understanding, his capacity, what he can understand, so I explain to him. So yeah, at that, that point passed, and after some time, the father began, began to come to see him, you know, like once in a while. So yeah, he knows. But then he got to a point where he asked me, so what, mommy, what happened, you know, between your, my dad and you and everything? I told him, like, you know, I wasn't loved, you know, I wasn't loved. I was respected when I needed to be respected. I was unhappy and nobody never give the keys to your happiness to any other human being. You are responsible for your happiness. And I wanted the best for you and I and I knew that I could give you a life better than what we had at that time. Mm. So he didn't treat me right and that's why, you know, we're here. And what what matters the most is that, you know, we have love mm. and our home is filled with love, you know, and joy and yeah. all of that. Yeah. So wow. yes, those it wasn't it wasn't easy because when he asked me those questions at that time, it was more painful for me. Because yeah. he didn't, you know, I made this choice and to, to bring him to the world through this man, mm-hmm. which, well, I didn't this way. I felt responsible. Yeah. You know, I should have uh, to, you know, chosen a better man to father my child. I but tell then, myself that sometimes. <laughs> um, but then, mistakes I'm going to learn and God has a purpose for every single thing. And you know, yeah. yeah so, are you are you considering marriage again? Is it something that you think about? So, for, for the longest of time, I didn't even care about you know even dating. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about dating. I was just I just I just wanted to heal. I wanted to be, you know, make the most of my time. Yeah. I wanted to be better. I wanted to heal. To heal. I mean, like, I just, I thought, like, don't rush into it. I need yeah. to heal. I needed to find myself again and love me again. And mm-hmm. you really don't know how much damage has been done. As much as you feel like you're confident, I've always been a very person, you yeah. know? But you don't know how much damage distance do, these things do to you. Yeah. Someone that you, like, you're all of this and someone disregards you and puts exactly. you down, treats you in this manner. Yeah. So it does, you don't know what it does to you, but it really does something, you know? Yeah. So you need time to, you need time to fall in love with yourself again and even love you and just, and accept the situation. So for me, I think I needed time to heal. I needed time to, you know, work on myself, to get to where I wanted to be because I felt like if I'm not there, you know, I also needed to get to a place where I felt I could attract the right kind of person that person, I wanted. Indeed, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I thought that I was quite important. Uh, for my self-esteem and my confidence and all of that, well, like I've always, I've always been a confident person, but I realized down the line that this you thing lose a bit of it. Me. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had to love myself again. I had to heal. I needed time. So for for the longest of time, honestly, I didn't date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking for man. No, I didn't. I didn't even care. Like uh-huh. you guys, just leave me. I cook, let me do this, let me do that. Now I want to do the, I'm this and that. So after that, you know, my TV show was my dream to start, yeah. you know, do the TV, everything. And that, you know, we started, I started with that, you know, and all, all of these things came from the pain. Mm. I had the time to think, you know, as even when you're down times, when you hit rock bottom and there's really nowhere else to go, you know, you now it's time for you. <laughs> you, you have to go up. Like, when God wants to move you from and you are still sitting down like a tree. <laughs> By the time he moves you, he will re- <laughs> move you. <laughs> he will move you. And you can't do anything 
thinking. It's those times, you know, and then you are praying to God and you are crying to Him. Your yeah. my head is on the floor, and I'm like, God, please don't let me down. You know, yeah. this is what I want. He listens. It's not easy. It's not going to. Be. I didn't have it easy. Honestly, yeah. Maybe people who just see this life and just mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was. It wasn't easy. It wasn't all. I remember I I was baking. I used to take um cooking classes. I had students, you know. Um, then in Kaduna, I have students. I was teaching them catering classes. I had this woman. Um, she has an NGO where she has like they do catering as well for people that in, people that come and all that. I go there to teach. I was also doing my you know my MSc. I worked to Zaria. Zaria is like an hour's drive from Kaduna. I had a son, and I wanted to come back home every day to do homework with my son. It was that bad. I don't even know how I did it. Wow. I wanted to come back every day. So I go back, get back home every day so that Ayman and I can do his homework together. Yeah. And then, I think that was like kind of my my, my sukkah or just yeah. just how I was able to play. I never stayed in Zaria. I don't even exams, I don't stay. Wow. So I'll go and come back. Yes, and I have to I have orders to bake cake. So I'll bake the cake, I'll let it cool, I will not sleep, I'll make him fondant. Hmm. I will cover cake. Yeah, I'll cover this cake and then I'll say my prayers, I'll have a bath and I'm going to Zaria. Wow. And you see how people will look at you today now and say and call you an overnight success. They they won't understand. I mean, like, put on to do some things to work with Maggie and everything. They just be like, oh, she just came in. She just, mm-hmm. you know, she just smiled. Oh, she's a fine girl. She's just, mm-hmm. she's just lucky. Yeah. They don't know yeah. anything. I don't, I don't yeah. I'm like, you see all these people are doing now? I did them yesterday. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. I was, I was all of that, you know? I come back, I want to come back home every day to do homework with Ayman and then we stay together and then I, you know, following yeah. them off and that. I remember when it was so hard. So there was a time we had to we had to rotate um, people coming from Kaduna. We shared each other's cars, you know, like that. And there was a there, was, there were times when I could not even go with them. I would go and enter bus to Zaria. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, buses are the, the most horrible things you can ever be in. Like your intestines are. Like, <laughs> you know, I would pay for like I would pay for the whole maybe back seat or something mm-hmm. so that I don't have to. Had this team with each other. Hey, yeah. they're all this. Yeah. They're all this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, yeah. But I knew what I wanted. It was, I didn't feel bad. I knew that there was something, there was a purpose I was going, and I knew that the target was there. Um, and yes, I was very, really, very thankful. Like, I had a supportive, you know. Family, yeah. you know, but there's only like I tell you, sometimes when people like you, my family is so supportive. Exactly. See, from this can be, I mean, families can be hard, you know. I can't tell you that it was all easy, but I appreciate the so, fact yeah. that I even had space. Yeah. You know, I had space in somebody else's home. Yeah. I'm grateful for that, you know. Mm. So those things always come, the tensions will always come. It's hard. It's hard because at the point you you need to know that you have to move. You can't be, you can't you can't always be there. Yeah. You always have to have your plan and let them know that okay, it's not going to be forever. Yeah. I'm going to be here for one year or for two years. Exactly. And then I'll, I'll, I'll leave. So I always let them know that I needed their support. You know, but at the point I had to even move back to my mother's house. But it was just for a change. I was like, once I'm done, my done my defense and everything, I'm going yeah. to get my place and I'm going to pick up from there. It's fine. You know? yeah. 
and I moved. Definitely, it wasn't the most comfortable place, but I moved. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted. I, I wanted even myself and my son to have our our privacy, our yeah. space. We yeah. had to get him to have his room. I needed us to have our lives together. It should be you know, have your timeline, have your target. You know, it's supporting you. Let them know that it's a temporary thing. When I left, I did not have a consistent source of income, but I knew that it was the right thing for me to do, and I knew that I could. No matter how hard it was, yeah. I'm going to survive. Yeah. We're going to make it. Yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, Alhamdulillah, we are where we are today, yeah. and we're still working. Yeah. And prayers, prayers, prayers. You know, just have the that's not like just the faith in God that it's going to be okay. Yeah. And remember why, you, and know your value. You have to know your values, you know, and then just work on your plan and just take it one step at a time, one day at a time, and forgive. Forgive and just let it all go. Like forgive. Like I. I mean, like I forgive. Forgiveness is one long. of the hardest things, though. But it's the it's the most important thing. After a year, two years, I was able to. I said I was able to heal because if you don't forgive the person, you won't be able to you heal. Can't. So you keep on holding. And why am I holding on to it when I know that there's better for me in future? Yeah. You know, like he didn't deserve me. So I mean, the better. I I I mean, like no, I, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be holding. Why am I holding on to that? Yes. Why? Yeah. Why? on with your life and see what God would do and I moved on I gave him long long before he even came to ask me to forgive him I forgave him same. I was like ah, when he came to me, say, yeah. I said yeah, I'm forgiving you see so <laughs> because if you don't forgive you won't be happy yeah you, when you, you think about it and you'll be sad you yeah. know like being able to if you to go back to the past and not want to change anything about change it. anything yeah i was i was just going to ask you if if you were going to change anything yeah. about your journey like if you're going to change anything you know that has happened thus far what, what exactly what would it be honestly um the only thing there are lessons learned i don't know if i want to change anything because i i i learned a lot you know like along the way and I've, i'm better for it you know so i'm if i if I say I was going to change anything, I probably will not have learned um, yeah. the lesson that it is that I learned now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can't say I was blinded by love or something, but I just didn't really see any of the still tell signs. Um, I, I think I assumed a lot of things about him, you know, that I thought that it was okay because he was kind of, he was quiet, he was gentle, and everybody around, that, around him said so as well. But I didn't know him long enough to have committed my, my life to him yeah. in the way that I did, knowing that I knew about myself and what I wanted, you know, the future that I wanted, the life that I wanted. I should never ever have just, you know, um, gone on to marry someone that I wasn't even really sure was in tune with the kind of life and the future that I wanted. So I think that that is one of the learnings that I can always share. But do I want to change what happened? Nah, I don't think I want to change that because. Um, where I am today, things happen in your life, like those things prepare you for your future, you know. Our experiences shape our lives and they shape our futures. Yeah. And I can only want to be better and do better, you know, be a better mom to my son, raise a man who is going to be different from what I experienced, raise yeah. a better man, a better you know, human being that would treat a woman with respect and with love and dignity and all of his marriage and all of that. And me also, I mean, I've grown through all of that, my faith in God is just, I mean, where I, where I am with him is, is much better than where I could have, I thought I was oh, at a very good place, but going through all that I went through, I've just seen how he kept on showing up for me at every step, bringing my way, 
point for me, my admission, the course that I decided to do, so many things, so many things when I decided to, you know, start my TV show, how he, you know, I had the idea, I had all of these things, I put it together, but you know, like you just you have your faith, you put it together, you start, and then God just brings, you know, people, events, just things your way that will make that he'll just, I mean, to help you to realize that dream and all of that. The first time I remember taking my pilot to Lagos, I went this Ariwa girl there, you see, this house I get from Kaduna, what she's going to show us in Lagos. I didn't know anybody there. But one of my supervisors from school knew somebody somewhere in Lagos. And you know, like that, it just happens, you know. And I went, and there wasn't any, I went everywhere. I had a list, a long list of companies and brands that I wanted to be with and all that. But I went, people didn't listen, some people didn't listen. And I went, I couldn't even see anybody at the next meet, to even see anybody in my gear. I came back and a few weeks later, somebody called me and then the, the journey started, you know? So like that, it's been so, so it just strengthens your faith. And the more you are aware that he's in every step of the way, the more he shows up and he's present for you. Very important, very key. Wow, thank that you. That you need, you need to I think for me, one, what, what I picked from, I, the, the one thing that has really just, I think it's even confirmation for me is to just live ready, live ready and hold yeah. on. And I mean, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. I, I mean, I, I because sometimes I'm just, I, I, I sit up and I write. I also do some writing. Then I put some proposals together. And sometimes I'm asking myself, why am I even? And sometimes I ask myself, like, why am I even doing this? But you just told given me you it was going to, to be just a very keep doing the conversation. Um, nice. I hope that. With stories like this, you know, it will you know, eventually come to understand yeah. that the just be happy, you know. Happiness so just means a lot to me. So I'd rather my peace of mind and my joy and happiness than any other thing. You remember, I told you when we were talking, you can see that you're happy, like from your country, my joy and my happiness. And it's just really, it's God that gives that inner joy. That faith that you have in Him, it's just it changes you, just exude the joy and the peace. And people cannot understand how you can be that happy without having a man. No man, <laughs> why is she so? They can't understand, but yeah. that kind of joy can only come from God. Indeed, indeed. Thank you, thank, thank you, you for your time. I'm sure that um, you know when the women in the community listen to this podcast, they will, they will pick a lot. Personally, I've even picked, and I thought I was on a certain pedestal, but even I have picked a lot for me this day, and I'm, I'm really grateful. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm going to do it again. I think at this point, I think yeah, I think I'm going to do it again. I think I would if I, I mean, if I film it when I meet him, I'll do it. Think <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Um. Yeah. And in your community. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Amila.